fighting to combat tyranny one state at a time starting with wisconsin this is the badger state resistance podcast brought to you by liberty and freedom And could World War III be upon us? This is Justin, Badger State Resistance. How are you all doing today? I know it's been a crazy week, uh, and of course, things continue to get crazier. Lee, how are we doing today? I am in my bunker. All right, good deal. Well, hey, uh, you know, I, I, I got to tell you, I, I find I find a lot of this uh, incredibly, uh, you know, silly, the way that the media is reporting on this. But, you know, we're going to talk about... Um, you know this today now uh one of the things that i want to um just kind of bring up you know talking about and, and this will tie into uh what you know we're going to talk about today and, and, and <laughs> crazy enough it's going to so jessica jessica mcbride from wisconsin right now this is robin vaughs media outlet at this point um put out a post uh, yesterday saying Trump is already casting doubt about the Kerry Lake results. Every time your candidate loses, it doesn't mean they didn't just actually, you know, um, you know, lose. These narratives need to stop. If you can't prove it, don't say it. Well, you know, here's one thing, Lee, that I think Jessica, Jessica McBride and, and the folks over at Wisconsin right now need to go take a look at is, is the 2000 mules again. Okay. Uh, the reality is, is we had uh, once again, an election that was bought and paid for by uh, you know elites. Number one, number two, we have a massive. I mean, Arizona's got an, a, ma- a massive amount of illegal immigration um, that nothing is being done uh, to to stop. Uh, you know, and, and again, you know, when you look at just just here at home, um, where we actually had people that was that were able to go and take other people's ballots uh, and prove that there's those types of flaws within our system there's there's nothing safe and secure about our elections at this point they're they're run and and it's protecting the status quo now what i want to say is that at this point lee um republicans i truly I'm going to say this. I truly believe after, you know, everything that we talked about yesterday and what we're starting to find out and then, you know, things, the events that are that are happening, I truly believe that Republicans did everything they possibly could to make sure that a red wave did not happen. And 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 the reason why is to blame Trump. Yeah, I I, I don't know how you not at this point in time. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, that turns Trump into the type of leader who becomes, uh, you know, for lack of better words, a dogfighter at that point in time. Correct. Uh, you know, ultimately, he, he, they're just trying to put him in a position that I think, you know, that he's going to look like a, a very aggressive person, which I think the left has done. Uh, a decent job at portraying is that is his normal personality, which I don't believe that's really the case. Right. But that, you know, now we have the right that's really just going along with it at this point. Absolutely. And I think that that's why in many, in, in, in many ways uh, we need to actually get very serious when we start talking about third party options, uh, cutting the financials of, of the Republican Party at this point. You know, donating to the Republican Party is not going to help. You know, for everybody that donated to the Republican Party in this last cycle, look what it bought you. It got you absolutely nothing. It got you Ron Johnson Senate seat again and, and by a fringe amount of votes. Uh, almost uncomfortable, massively uncomfortable amount of votes. Um, but but the reality is, is it got us John Lieber. John Lieber. 
the state treasurer candidate, who who yeah. again is is going to be going in front of a committee, the Wisconsin Election Commission that is, and he's going to have to answer for allegations of election fraud, in which there's some very strong evidence to support. So, with that being said, the status quo is maintained, and it's maintained nationally when yeah. it comes to the well, I mean, let's. Yeah, hundred percent. Sorry for interrupting. No, but, I mean, let's put it this way: if you if you belong to a parish, if you belong to a, a church, or um, you you typically give money to the church, you right? Give money to your parish, and then they they divvy up that money as they see fit. Right. There's of course operational costs. There's other costs that are going along with that. Now, if you donated money at this point in time to the Republican Party, maybe to an individual, you can kind of look at that as the as the church, right? And right. You're thinking to yourself, well, what are you going to do with that? Well, we know what they didn't do with that at this point in right. time, and that's they didn't use it in the benefactor. And but sometimes support doesn't even cost money. Support is just coming out and, and being on right. uh, the front lines in the media, supporting the individual that your state has nominated. And we, we just, all of this shows is just a bunch of bitter people. Uh, and it, the, the bitterness it really confuses me. Well, it's really the difference between the, the public sector and the private sector, because if you were to walk around bitter at, at some private company uh, because you didn't get a position that you wanted or you weren't recognized the way you thought you should have been, well, honestly, you just leave. Because you're, if you were to walk around that company and just you know act bitter, then chances are they would push you out in, in in the in the process so how is that any different from government uh service at this point in time you're just going to walk around bitter and you expect people to vote for you or support you in the long run um it, it is you know when we're talking about the election i mean let's be really honest here that the chain of custody when it comes to mail-in voting and such is is completely rotten there's no support there and when you know, if I look at other jobs that I've had, I, I, I used to do some security for a, a, at a nuclear plant. Well, you know, the documentation and such a thing of around regarding around their security is locked up 24-7 and you have to have full chain of custody for such a thing. Why not for your vote? That is the most confusing thing to me. Right. And, 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 and it's it's going to stay confusing until we clearly fix the issues. And uh, we won't see any resolve for at least two more years. And that's if somehow the Republicans were to um, uh, come out uh, ahead as far as presidential politics, you know, U.S. congressional, possibly Senate seats, picking up some of those. Uh, and then on top of that, uh, you know, picking up, you know, state majority houses uh, to override Democratic leadership. And to be honest with you, I don't see any of that happening um you know because because there's a a large part of the conservative base that are no longer interested in voting just to vote i mean yes uh can we can we put the argument out that any republican is better than uh a a democrat um actually at this point lee i i could say no robin vaughs is not better than any there, there's not a single person uh, in this state that I think is worse than Robin Vaughn's. Uh, and I think that when you look at Arizona politics and politics within, you know, especially uh, out there in Pennsylvania uh, and other places throughout the country, I think it's just gotten to the point where it's bad. And I think that, you know, part of, you know, uh, why we're seeing some of the, the world issues like missiles being, fi- you know, f- 
shot at, pull in, or whatever the, the the scenario may be, and we're going to get into that. Is I think that the that the rest of the world just sees how weak and fractured the the American people truly are, and it's not even a right versus left issue; it's a good versus evil issue at this point. Yeah, we we certainly or uh, we we took some time to talk about the, the main topics that the Republican Party used to stand for. And one of the things that I forgot to talk about, and one of the things that came to mind afterwards, is is your two A rights uh, and your freedom of speech. And you know, specifically in Wisconsin, I never hear anything about Republicans within Wisconsin talking about your free speech. Uh, within social media, and I never hear them talking about your two A rights uh, as a whole. When when is the, when has it ever been brought up about constitutional carry in Wisconsin? These are not people that really have the mindset that they want to support real two A rights. And when I say real two A rights, I'm not talking about the the NRA. I'm talking about you know real truth to the matter. Because if you remember, even the NRA. Uh, was against you know things like bump stocks and such and this is not an extreme position you know in most cases if if somebody were used like a bump stock uh, th- they're probably going to be slower than an individual that really knows how to catch the sear on on a uh, semi-automatic uh, rifle in most cases if they really know how to use that weapon that's an irrelevant component and it's really just an accessory at the end of the day so when I start thinking about you know people advocating for rights there's you're right. I just don't. I don't come to this conclusion that Republicans are truly looking out for them. They're they're looking for the next negotiation to wheel and deal. And right. aren't aren't we sick of wheeling and dealing being dragged so far to the left? Uh, I mean, uh, clearly. I mean, I, there's there's a, a chat lead that I'm in, and there's a there, there's two individuals specifically, and I'm not going to name their names. Um, but the reality is, is, is both of these individuals just cannot grasp um, the 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 actual severity of what they say. You know what is actually happening, and 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 will not open their mind to actually fixing it. One one will will complain and say, "Well, I've been doing this for years and years and years." All you people that came into politics over the last two years, that doesn't ma- time doesn't matter. Okay, we're here now, and we're ready to fight now, and we have been for the last two years. And 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 the Republican Party and the Democratic Party have shown their hand as as of by and for themselves of by and for the party not of by and for the people there's not there's nothing constitutional that's being upheld and defended by either party party at this time yeah well it this isn't a corporate board uh, it, uh members a party you know this isn't a whole bunch of people that you know gain wisdom and experience on on a board we're talking about the next man up when it comes to boxing matches because from what i've learned in politics is that politics is out for blood at this point in time and because the stakes are so high in so many cases and and this all comes with when you start screwing with people's families and their kids and if people want to sit here and talk about uh that they know better in all these cases i'm sorry but nobody was knowing better when it came to uh masking individuals keeping kids out of school Uh, and then what of course what you're teaching or allowing you know teachers within the state of wisconsin to teach within their schools i know we talked to chris about this so much and i want to get by him back and, and see how he's doing but like realistically this isn't about just the same old plain uh, political backlash. This is you screwed with families, and now we're we're going to come towards the the light 
in which you want to dim. You know, we're, we're going to be the ones to cast that doubt. And if you think that sitting around for 40 years in politics makes you more qualified, well, that's not the fight that we're in because the, everybody's coming for the champ at this point in time and to keep right. them, you know, keep them at, at their greatest wits. And, uh, you know, the Mitch McConnell's of the world's Robin Voss's, however you want to put them. I don't care who it is. It, they're gone in my point of view. Absolutely. Well, let's move in to this. Uh, you know, I have a Reuters story, and I don't like Reuters, but um, they're all garbage. This one just seems to be the least uh, garbage, but it's still garbage. Uh, and one of the things that uh, you know is not being reportedly uh, when it comes to these missiles that are actually that were allegedly fired or or fired from Russia is now there are reports coming out saying <clears throat> that it's possible that Ukraine fired them and uh, they missed their target and landed in to uh poland uh giving uh, you know and, and then of course the media is is you know judge jury executioner and, and of course this 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 further um you know emphasizes the narrative of the ukraine war this emphasizes the money that you know uh that we've been giving ukraine uh you know when we have a state um without clean water, you know, state of Mississippi. Uh, and we can't do anything to, to support our brothers and sisters down there. Uh, but yet, uh, you know, and, and I think that now that this this accident may have happened, if NATO and, and the United States and other other countries, uh, you know, powers around the world decide that, well, you know what, we want to get rid of Putin, they, they now have the perfect um, the, the, the perfect alibi to, to wage war. Uh, this is the perfect alibi for those, you know, those, those major, um, you know, corporations that, that wheel and deal in arms and, and, and make arms like Oshkosh truck, all those others to, to go wager now with members of Congress in the United States Senate, uh, and, and trying to push a war. So, so, and again, everybody in Washington gets, gets rich while the rest of us bury our, our children and our mothers and fathers, uh, in, in these wars. I mean, we just got out of 20 years. So I want to just read this quick, and I'm not going to read the whole thing because I think it's nonsense. Uh, Warsaw, November 15th, Reuters. Uh, the United States and Western allies said they were investigating but could not confirm, of course, uh, a report on Tuesday that blast that a blast in NATO member Poland resulted from a stray Russian missile while Russian's uh, defense ministry denied it. Okay, so so now it's under investigation. So, and what, what I think when we actually hear the words investigation, especially when it comes from this administration here, Lee, is, is they're, they're, they're looking for the narrative, as I had mentioned before. Yeah, well, it's not only them. I think here's the real here's the real kicker when it comes down to it. I think you really hit it on the point. Is how how is somebody to know? I mean, besides tracking the missile itself and, and knowing where it may have originated from, that's one aspect of the investigation naturally. But it doesn't necessarily know mean that you know exactly who uh, fired that shot because of course there's forces that are intermingled in much of this. And so even the uh, well, the first thing you hear is. Uh, coming out of Fox News or whatever um, you know media outlet you want to talk about is the first thing they they do is they reference uh, quote unquote the senior foreign intelligence agent you know close to the situation of course and they've got this individual that just knows you know so much already about it and even that the the Polish foreign minister uh, is saying that this is a Russian made missile and it just wait, what? You know, how, how do you know this information? And what I really fear in these types of situations is that 
to your point, the propaganda begins to flow, and the United States himself starts to push uh, their objectives onto these smaller countries uh, because they have the influence to do so. And in in that graph, now they're going to be putting all these people at risk in the process. What should really happen, and if they were to really follow the guidelines set by NATO, is that Poland itself has to you know, go through its investigations, but realistically, they're the ones who should be requesting for help if they need it, and it shouldn't be all of this uh, gung-ho uh, initiative uh, by any other country to to insert themselves in it. And I think that's, to your point, that's where everything's going to ramp up now, and unfortunately, you know, we, we are, uh, man, we are so close to what we consider much beyond a skirmish, much beyond uh, you know, individual battles that have been going on in in, um, in the region, but it, I, we already have Putin talking about you know, quote unquote, nuclear war. In some cases, I, I think that that's still might be even propaganda itself, just to to make him look a little bit more than uh, worse than he actually is. But at the same time, I don't. I don't really. I would never doubt the man would use it in in the long run. Uh, but again, it, it comes down to what would we would be willing to use uh, in in um, retaliation. And really, that's. Uh, I I would not. Uh, I, I would not second guess at this point in time that we're going to end up actually having some kind of retaliation. Uh, within the next couple of weeks. Absolutely. And and here's the other thing is there's already uh, tens of thousands of American troops that have been deployed uh, to the borders of, of these, these countries. Um, and, and so, I mean, it's, it's already been a buildup. I mean, I, I've actually got a, multiple friends that are, that are stationed there. Uh, continuing into the article though, Lee, two people were killed in an explosion uh, in a village East uh, in Eastern Poland, about three and a half miles uh, from the Ukrainian border. I think that's important important to note uh, that this is just right over right over the border where there's actual conflict. Uh, media reports said that the strike hit a grain-drying facility. Members of NATO are committed to collective defense, so a Russian strike on Poland could risk widening the conflict between Russia and Ukraine. I think it's just going to come down again to what kind of what kind of deals, what kind of barters can be done. And and and, and one thing that we know about the American left, the political left, and, and I'm not talking about those elected. I'm talking about individuals that vote for these people that are elected. They would love nothing more than to see the United States into an all-out war with Russia because they do feel that it would actually that they could get rid of with uh, of Putin. And the reality is, is not a single one of them are thinking about the American casualties uh, and the brothers, sisters, parents, you know, aunts, uncles that that will will die. And, and so many people don't actually realize that, you know, we may have lost about, I think it was between five and 7,000 people in the, in the war on terror, but uh, American casualties in a war against Russia will be far more, far more great. And, and, I mean, I think we could end up in the tens of thousands, if not looking at Vietnam's style numbers uh and, and god forbid world war ii numbers where half a million americans were killed right so i mean let, let's start looking uh first of all there's there's uh there's there's only one person that would be more excited than the war machine to to get uh more involved with the skirmish and that comes from Zelensky himself knowing that he's uh it's just been announced that he's going to have 37 billion dollars likely more coming his way after congress doesn't right. do anything to stop it um but you know let's look at the what what is this truly about 
um, in most cases, it's it's about egos most of the time. And so, if how can we go from a position uh, where only years, uh, you know, less than ten years ago, that Hillary Clinton is handing over um, and signing off and helping negotiate deals for uh, nuclear assets to be moved over to Russia, and then uh, then we all of a sudden we're okay with such a thing. But then all of a sudden, you know, uh, Putin calls out basically Biden at this point in time and says, hey, I, I'm calling your bluff. I'm moving in, you know, to whatever region I really want to at this point in time uh, under false pretenses or not. I don't really I don't I don't really know exactly what those pretenses are. Of course, he's the one claiming he's going after Nazis. Where on the other side, you know, they're saying, oh, well, these are poor people that want to be free Ukrainians. Uh, but either way, Biden's uh, ego is completely shot and he's ready to uh, at least bestow his quote unquote power on, um, on the region. And you know, the, the, the real sad thing is about this thing is that this Ukrainian war is that Zelensky himself is actually fighting Ukrainians. We have right. to remember that the Eastern side of Ukraine is heavily pro-Russia in many cases. And so if you think that every time that those rockets that we give, that we give the money for and the assets over to Ukraine, if they're just hitting specifically Russian troops, you're you're 100% mistaken in that concept. And that's, that's something you'll never see on the news itself. They are absolutely tar- targeting pro-Russia Ukrainians in this process. And that is a... That I mean, that's if that's right. not civil war, I don't know what it is. Absolutely, you know, I, I want to close it up here, pretty, you know, with with this. Uh, the Associated Press earlier cited a senior U.S. intelligence official as saying the blast was due to a Russian missile uh, having crossed into Poland. Uh, Polish radio ZET attributed to the explosion to two stray missiles, without giving more details. But listen to this, Lee. But in Washington, the Pentagon, the White House, and the U.S. State Department said they could not could not collaborate. The report of where working and, and we're working with Polish government to gather the information. See, see, uh, it's it's insane that an, an intelligence official and this this is actually just another referendum on 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 the Biden administration and how the federal government continues to handle world's business. Uh, you know, this intelligence official that that. You know, went out and, and publicly stated uh, to the pr- to the press uh, that there was due to Russian missiles um, right. should be terminated and, and quite frankly. Um, possibly prosecuted for violating you know uh, there's got to be some type of violation of law uh, especially when it comes to uh, you know national intelligence uh, when it comes to our you know national security so and when you have the Pentagon the White House and the State Department uh, all coming out and saying well wait a second hang on you know we don't know yet it's because there's obviously uh, more to the story than what this intelligence official is is wanting to post or put out there and what the media wants to put out out there and again going back to what we talked about in the beginning of this podcast uh and, and over the last two days and really the last couple of weeks um this is this is also uh shows the lack of actual republican leadership to to work together regardless of the maga or whatever okay uh they they refuse to do it so now uh we continue to see um you know 
pro-Ukrainian representatives take office, you know, from the state level to the national level. And, and we have no leadership that is that is willing to fight on behalf of the American people. And, and God forbid, we may end up in World War Three. Yeah, I mean, let's let's be honest. If if you think that Ukraine is is a good place to fight over, it's it's one of the most corrupt places on the planet, uh, as far as uh, government conspiracy and and such. Um, and right now, uh, everybody uh, wants to take uh, their piece of the pie. Uh, I know there's a whole other story uh, going around about the the circles of um, laundered money going through, uh, uh, you know, a cryptocurrency. Uh, CEO, and I don't know all the details on that one. I want to read up more on that one, but you know there is a circle there as well, and maybe we can talk about that in the future. But listen, that to yep. your point, that information is not released unless it's it's told to be released in this case, and in most cases, it's for the benefactor of of the message uh, of the propaganda that goes along with it. Absolutely. All right. Well, BSR Dan will be here tomorrow, folks. Um, we may be off for a couple of weeks. I will be in Arizona. We are working out the details to possibly take Badger State Resistance on the road for a week and a half during the Thanksgiving week and then through. Otherwise, we will be back uh, November 30th. Uh, maybe it would be December 1st uh, and, and hard charging. So if we are not with you, um, I hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, otherwise, uh, we will talk to you next week. Thanks, Lee. Thank you.